time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up, what up, what up Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving tea without the shade Like we always do So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip set It's time for another dope ass episode of All Tea No Shade I'm excited We have in the building Mr. Reggie Reg From Cover to Conversation Say what's up Reg What's up, what's up, what's up All right, we're going to get a little bit more into Reg in a little bit later Pause (laughs) That was a major pause (laughs) Let's go ahead and tell tell us how y'all week's been Reggie, how was your week, man? How was your week? My week's been good. My last month has been good. Amen. Okay, why, why has it been good? Uh, first of all, he said that with a little grin on his chest. Right? Okay. Face. What's going on? What's going on? I uh, got me a new car. Okay. Nice. That's Congratulations. Good. Yep. People go through trials and tribulations. I had to have a ride for a minute. Are you balling now? You feel like you're balling? Balling. Are you laid back in your seat? Wait, wait, honey. Oh, And I'm starting seeing somebody. Hey. Okay. I'm booed up. That's you pretty big up. to announce it on a major all, uh, podcast like All Tino Shade. On all major platforms. He claiming her. He claiming her. You gonna put her name out there or not? Yeah, I could. But you ain't. <laughs> but you ain't. Like, pause. Uh, yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I could. But okay. then pause. So you see someone, ain't got a new car. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it was cool. We have known her for a minute. Um, actually, for a few years. And this is like, when I say this popped off out of nowhere. That's how, just, they, they say that's how it always happens, though. When you at least expecting it or not really thinking about it it just kind of happens yeah so um yeah it's nice hey i'm all about uh good dudes finding someone uh, you, to, to settle up with oh how was your week my week was good i actually got to celebrate my cousin's birthday so shout out to the real one kiba kiba uh-huh we call her keeps and um, we still went to, it's like my first time actually going out in Orlando. Because, you know, I moved there, but I, like, mm. I'm like i never there. <laughs> when I'm there, I'm, you know, hanging out with my parents. So They say Orlando has a better downtown scene than Tampa does. You know, I went to, well, first of all, the thing I can't get used to is that clubs close at one there. Yeah. In Orlando? Yeah. What time did they close here? Two. Oh, uh, okay. And so. And New York said y'all whack. No, three? 2.45 to 10. Okay, no, so it's the opposite. It's. It's no clubs close three here, so that means clubs close two in Orlando. Okay. Yeah, it's an hour before uh, Tampa, and like that's really hard. Like especially if you like, I mean, I'm a, a procrastinator, so I'm not getting there till twelve. Mm. <laughs> so, I am so past the clubbing days. If I'm not out by eleven o'clock, I don't even get out. I'm like, bruh. Bruh, struggle is real. Struggle is real. How do how did Makiba turn? I have no clue. She's my older cousin, but you know. So she's older than you. Okay. Our ladies don't talk age. We just celebrate the the, mon- hey. the monuments occasion. I feel you. How was your week? My week has been pretty good. I have no complaints other than I'm tired of working and I'm ready to hit the lottery. So can one of you y'all hit the lottery so we can stop working and do a something else? to the mother freaking men. Like I am over it. So L, before we get into this, before we get into this deep podcast, last week, yeah, for some reason, I agreed. 
to do this blind date you, thing. You take my final oh, sip. You take my oh, final, sip. final sip. Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll have to wait because I want to find out what's going on with this. All right, no, we can go ahead and talk about it now since we already checked it in. I've got two candidates already locked and loaded and uh, ready and loaded. for you to go. I've got a few that I'm waiting on hearing some information. Was there like a lot of applicants or it was only like a It few? was a decent amount. It wasn't <laughs> like, it was a handful so far. Okay. But you know, I'm still putting it out there. But we got to uh, pick out a date. So I think what I'm going to do is like set up multiple dates for you. Multiple dates. Like coffee dates okay. though. So okay. like somewhere like Armature Works where you can like get coffee really quick. Um, and what, just have you funnel through them really quick. What, is, what, what were these requirements? That all right. So the thing that I asked because sippers, I have no clue. This is like all L. And Shay has abandoned me. Has not asked for any kind of pictures from L. I, I don't trust Shay. <laughs> Shay and Jay are too. First of all, the, the, the rhyming is too much. But they have a bromance. <laughs> I, I feel like you would try to tell. Well, no, actually, Shay, you, I would show you because you would see that they're fucking hot. Okay. Okay. So okay. Jay is a hater of the highest class. Well, first. Reggie, I don't think that women ever hook up their homies with pretty girlfriends. Only people who have good personalities and who never look better that? than them. No, they do. Mm. No, what? Right. They, no, no, hold on. So I'm gonna just I ain't never, I ain't never had a woman hook me up with someone that was what sexier happens than is her. They like the personality, so that makes them cute in their mind. Yes. But not, they could be like, I know a lot of women think Missy Elliott's gorgeous. Uh, no, I don't. A lot of women think she's gorgeous. And I'm like, no, you like her personality. I think Missy yeah. Elliott is pretty, but I would never categorize her as sexy. And when I'm trying to hook up my guy friends, I'm look, I, we know men are visual, so we're looking Absolutely. for sexy. All right, I'm going to give you but, the benefit of the doubt. But like, no, listen, like it's, it's stupid. Women are the best. We hook up like the best matchmakers ever. Are you kidding me? Mm. Like, I'm not going to hook. First of all, you can't, you have no room to talk because if you guys remember, <laughs> Yeah, I did. Jay hooked me up with a blind date. Yes. It was with a guy he didn't even know. He like pushed it off on his friend. I did not push it off with anyone else. You did. I, did you see me pushing it off with anyone else? He literally pushed no. it off. Someone. Jen ended up. No, I it. went and asked around to find somebody. But no. But see, the difference is between your post and my post. I didn't post a picture of who the girl was. I said, Hey, I got this really beautiful young woman who's going to do a, who want to do a blind date who I'm trying to hook up. I said, Guys. Are you, you know, if you're interested, let me know. And guys would not commit because they did, well, they wanted to see a picture. I'm like, wow. no, I'm not doing a picture. But I guarantee you, if I had put your picture out there, it would have been so many people yeah. who would have jumped on that bandwagon. Listen, y'all, he set me up for failure. Y'all, he set me up for absolute, mm -hmm. complete trash garbage failure. How'd that go? So, so when did so, not go well. So when is the, but uh, the blind ladies who I have like said yes to so far, who I've first of all, there's really three now that I Ooh, think about three. it. So these are the requirements, or these are the things that I ask them. I ask them their age. Mm -hmm. I ask them um, what their profession is. Mm -hmm. I ask them uh, what their relationship. Why are you flicking me off? Though? Desires are <laughs> right. Like, are they looking for a relationship? Are they looking for something casual? Like, uh -huh. Obviously, I only would hook you up with someone who's relationship ready. Yes, correct. Uh, I asked them what they would do on a r rainy day. Okay. And I asked them what they would do on a beautiful day. And then I asked the top three deal breakers for them. Wow, you really asked some serious questions. There. I'm also, impressed. I'm uh, impressed. I number four, I got DM'd. By a long-term friend of mine who asked who you were. Really? Hey, yeah. We just saying, Jay, getting some love I'm right getting now. A bit of love. But like, love. literally, like one of the girls, I, I freaking, oh, there's like two of them actually I really love. 
But they all got booty, so hey, you about to be happy, bro. Hey, you about to be happy, though. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm okay. just saying. But, we'll you know, ye of little faith, dear sir. So we have to figure out a Friday when we're going to do this. I'm going to guys keep you guys posted, and we might, like, add some YouTube content on this. So, guys, keep your eyes on alert. If you are not on our Facebook page, add us, all tea, no shade. You can also add us to our group where we discuss and talk about things. It's called All Tea, No Shade Podcast and Friends. You can always add us on Instagram at All Tea, No Shade Podcast. And you can always hit me up on either my social media, L Edwards on Facebook, Carmel L on Instagram, or our email, All Tea, No Shade Podcast at gmail.com. If you are interested in a blind date with Mr. J. Noetic. Mm. All right, let's go ahead and get into my little sesesh. Who am I? It is who? Who am I? You know how this goes, man. Yeah, I know how this goes. I've been studying for this. I'm ready for you, L. Okay, so for the sippers, our our brand new sippers, the rules for who am I is I am going to give some hints to the gentlemen here. They have to figure out who I'm talking about. Generally, Mm -hmm. who I'm talking about is in pop culture news at the moment, time being. So that's the only hint. I'm going to read your eyes, L. You know what? Don't give them away. My eyes, tail, all tail. All right, guys, let's get into it. <laughs> All right, this young man is 43. Okay. He is from Chicago, Illinois. He's American. He is an actor, pretty famous. He did a ton of our teen slash hood drama films. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Right. Teen slash hood drama films. Mm-hmm. 43. Oh, this is going to be a tough one for He me. might have, you know, done a few stints on the Cosby show. He might have done a few stints on 21 Jump Street, The Wonder Years. You might remember him from Menace to Society better. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember He was in anyone. Biker Boys. Waste oh, he probably had the bald head, black guy. I can't think of it. I, I, I can't think of the name. I know exactly. Uh, it's so funny because like I'm trying to avoid his really big ones because they're so obviously him. But he got some good ones. Like, I don't think I know this guy's name. He was on Girls Trip. I love uh, that show, that movie. Sippets probably already know who it is. Say it. Say it. Don't say it. Reggie. Did he play and um, he played the singer? The singer in what? Um, uh, oh. Hyman. Hyman. And Hyman? No, no, his the singer he he played, Frankie Hyman, Frankie Lyman. Yes. Oh, Frankie. He played Lyman. Frankie Lyman. He has a brother also. They look similar. He's oh. white or black? He's no, black. he's I, black. I can't. Oh. oh. He played Frankie Lyman. Google Frankie Lyman. No, no you can't. can't. You first of all, this is how TJ loses uh, because he gives hints to. I honestly, J- don't know this one. No, okay, I don't so know. he was also in Dead Presidents. Yes. Mm. He was, he was also, Frankie Lyman in Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Minister Society. I know Minister to Society, but okay. The scene where he the goes. Most anybody famous, want a hamburger? Don't help me. You better be guessing, bro. I know. I, can't think of <laughs> I know. The most famous Tate, movie. Tate. 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 Golden Tate. I mean, uh, no, not uh, Golden Tate. I mean, Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate. Yes! Tate. Yeah. There you go, Ranch. Uh, I was like, you have to give this to Jay so much. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I wanted to say love Jones so bad. He was in um. Cosby Show? Like a long time ago? Yes. As a kid. First of all, do you guys remember this this poem when he did it on oh, Love, Love Jones. Jones? Love Jones. It was like, I wanted to do sp- spoken poetry so bad after this. 
<laughs> Y'all gonna hate me? I've never seen that whole movie. <gasps> wow, you just lost like half your black card. I know. I know. Girl. I gotta admit, girl, you the shit, girl. I I remember like parts of that poll. I was like, this motherfucker is smooth. Oh, I tried. Well, so was sexy. Great, man. All right. He well, was recently in um. Um, power, power. Yes, he's in power right oh, now. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's a character. He has a character in power. I can't get into power. Girl, so, you tripping? It's good. What? Girl, you tripping? So, Lance Tate just posted a picture of him and Nia Long laughing on his mm-hmm. Instagram, and mm-hmm. he goes, "Chemistry, chemistry, still strong." Queen Nia Long, and then he hashtag, "We might need to do a sequel." Wow. Would you guys die for a Love Jones sequel or not? I would. Yeah. I always I, love sequels. Uh, I love sequels. I, just, I love black sequels. Yeah. There's I, a difference. I think I said this on a previous podcast. I'm always in fear that when they do sequels to great movies, they they mess it up. Right. They're not usually, that good. Usually. You know, but I think Elle made a point that most of the black sequels they've done have been pretty good. Like what? Like Boy Bad Boys. Bad, right? bad, bad Boys, boys 2. Good. Bad Boys with three, they they all they all were pretty good. Um, I'm a big movie critic, dude. So I'm like making faces right I now. I know we can't see. So you don't think Bad Boys Two was a good movie? I think I think it was. I'm not saying it was better than the first one. No, what I'm saying is that Bad Boys One and Two, I thought they were okay. They were okay, but I thought they were pretty. I good. think Bad Boys Two definitely like let like match the hype of Bad Boys One. I think a lot of things like when you first experience it it's so new that yeah. it's even much better so you kind of know the second time what you're getting it and what yeah. you're expecting so it kind of loses its its novelty but it's still when did still love good. jones come out um let's see 94 95 i think love jones came out in 97 oh 97 man so over so that means there's a bunch of kids who don't even know what yeah. love jones is unfortunately that's okay. I, I i am I, lo- I ain't gonna say I love Nia Long, but I think she's sexy. Nia oh, Long, yeah. first of all, she's my Trini sister. Wah, wah, wah. She's sexy. And uh, I actually met her in Tampa, of all places, at yeah. um, PD, not PDQ. What's the Asian doing? place in West Shore? And not West Shore, yeah, in West Shore Mall. Not Panics. It's an Asian place. It's like, oh, PF Chang's. PF Chang's. Yeah, so I met her at PF Chang's in Tampa, maybe like. Six or seven years ago, she was just was she first doing? of all, yeah. she was just as freaking beautiful as you see yeah, her bet. on TV. But she's actually way tinier. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, she's a little, little bit of a woman. Yeah. She is super tiny, but the booty's still right. And she had no makeup on, and she was like, she could, she was, she looked twenty. You would she was never just know. sitting in a restaurant. Yeah, she was coming out with her family. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was, and she was just super chill. So. What's up? Shout out to Miss Nia Long. I would be 110% down for that sequel. Yeah, I would watch Especially, it. Especially, like, I think I love, like, how they had, they included so much art. There was, like, mm-hmm. a lot of musicianship. There was, like, poetry. So I would love to see that in this space. Which why I'm surprised that you didn't like um, She's Gotta Have It. Because She's Gotta Have It has a lot of poetry. And I so like on. the first, you mean, like, the movie or the, the series? The series. I like the first season. Mm-hmm. But I think by the second season, I, the problem with she's got to have it is there's there's monologues mm-hmm. like there's so much of the of that time and space is literally her staring into the camera. But that's how the original was. I know, but I'm you know mm, I love that original. Not movie. so much. I love the original movie, but I think after like a season two, I'm I want to see things. I don't want to yeah. watch you tell me about something. I want to 
like see it. Well, it didn't get renewed, so I know. Unfortunately, I always want black businesses to survive, but what well, do? I mean, hell, Reggie, congratulations! I let you win that. I really did. I want you to feel good about yourself. I feel great. Thank you. Very Jay, first <laughs> no, of all, you won that fair and square. I was absolutely that certain that Jay was going to figure it out based on no. all the clues you was given. Nah, for real, I almost had it. If I hadn't said Golden Tate, I would have yes. had it. I knew it was something Tate. <laughs> Golden Tate. I, w- I just knew it was Tate. I couldn't remember the first name. All right, go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into our guest today. Let's talk about. I mean, I got to figure a different transition. Get into our guest today. It's so pause. It's it's I know pause. I, I mean it in the best of ways. Hold on, hold on. Let's do an introduction. Let's do an introduction. Excuse me. I thought we did that already. No, we gotta y'all do it. Y'all see how he treat me, y'all? Y'all just be screaming at me for no reason. I didn't scream. <laughs> Reggie, did I scream? No. Where's TJ at? You, you know, I'm used to somebody being mean to me. <laughs> TJ is in Orlando we having a little that. weekend uh, getaway. He has a little staycation that he's doing. So shout ah, out to TJ. Ah, now I see you. Shout okay. out to So we have Sippers, longtime Sip, Sip. Tampa native, a. day one supporter, all Tino freaking one. Mr. I'm older than you, but I'm more fit than you. Absolutely. Co-host of Cover the Conversations, Reggie motherfucking Gray. I need well, you to start doing here? introduce for me. You I do will. a good ass introduction. I yeah, will. that was dope, man. Right? I felt that. Negro, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, well, welcome to the show officially, Reg. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, so can you tell us a little bit about Cover to Conversation? What do you guys discuss? What do you guys talk about? Cover to Conversations, two men, two Tampa natives, two points of view. We actually try to hit a minimum of two subjects. Um, our basis is usually sports-related. Okay. okay. So anything that can do conversations, debatable sports, we are in health and fitness, um, a lot of hip-hop. We talk a lot of hip-hop music, and we throw in some movies like comic book we're, we're borderline comic geeks, but not that bad. Okay. We actually have a connection to one of our friends. So when we have those topics, we call him on the phone to to discuss it. But we're usually uh, sports-based. We, okay. don't, we don't bring politics in too much unless Trump says something about Kaepernick or something. Then we'll bring that in. Gotcha. We try and come from a different point of view where you have a player that signs a brand new contract, a player holds out. We talk about the financial aspects of it. We also talk about how college players should be getting, should be getting paid. We also... Just talk about different dynamics, not just the scoreboard. You know, just, just things that people we don't want to copy ESPN. Yeah. You know, we do want to have debates and subjects. The one problem we had with the show was we started off trying to debate each other, and we found out I've known Mike my entire life. It's like we actually have a lot in common. <laughs> so the whole debating thing wasn't working. Wasn't gonna work. Yeah. 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 Um. So what we started doing a. Uh, our concept was um, I'd set the show up, the guests, the format, everything. And Mike's worked in corporate America for almost 30 years. So what we found out halfway through, Mike interviews great. Yeah. So when we come in, Mike, here's a game plan. And Mike actually interviews like mm-hmm. a job interview. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to your background, how you grew up, all your interests. And I just input when I can. When it comes to the music, form, the local artists that I try and bring on the show music-wise, that's when I do more of those, more of those interviews. So you keep you kept, you brought up Mike. So oh, tell us about who Mike is. How long have you known Mike? How, how did that come about? How did that relationship form in order to do cover the conversations? Uh, Michael Dove, uh, Fly Like a Dove, that's his name. Main man, Michael Dove, uh, my co-host of the show. I've known Mike. See, you were slick with the, um, I'm a little bit older than you. Um, <laughs> I've, I've known Mike a uh, long time. Okay. Long time. 
um, how we met. That's going to be in my book. Um, oh, so you can't tell the details of how they how they met. Eating joint in. Okay, well, tell us this. So, it was, it was kind of sloppy how we met with a mutual. Now oh, I really oh, want to freaking you. know. Got you. But you know what? Sometimes you, you form friendships out of the craziest situations. Sometimes yeah. that's just how it happens. But uh, no, um, Mike had a radio show before this called um, the Trio. Gotcha. And the co-host of that show had to wind up leaving. And me and Mike have been talking for years about doing a show together because we you know we said that's my drinking buddy. We sit, drink, talk, have debates, conversations. Yeah. And this just happened happened where he said, look, this guy has a platform we could go on and do our show there. Brainstormed the idea for the for the topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the concept of the show. It's evolved. Same way you guys did. Mm-hmm. You start off one way, then you start start learning what you're good at, not Absolutely. good at. Absolutely. And I think right now we actually have our niche. That's good. We've got our niche. Um, right now, we're trying to. Um, we talked to Jay off camera, off that camera, off mic uh, about him kind of working with us on production. Because your up. boy is stepping to different avenues. Yeah, you know, trying to trying hey, to do different things. Jay's I, amazing. I want some of that noetic magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Some of that noetic magic. That's what she said. <laughs> you you <laughs> might need a shot for that afterwards. Reggie, where are you from, man? Because I I know you've been here in Tampa a long time, but I don't feel like you're from here originally. I'm where, Tampa, man. I, yeah. Like, Born in Jersey, left at five. Oh, yeah, it's your Tampa. I'm Tampa. I'm a, Tampa. I'm a tampon. I'm You're a what? Tampa? I, oh, Tampanian. Is Tampanian. That I think, well, I think they had a little debate about what's the actual term. Should, should we be called tamp, Tampians? Tamp, 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 I like that. Tampians. I like that. Tampians. I'm a Tampian. So did you used to be a B-boy back in the yeah. day? Hardcore B-boy. Um, yeah? Yeah. Um, my first intro with music was really, really, really rock. I was heavy in the rock. Really? And, and, and I think what saved my blackness was Run DMC. Mm, they came on because out. Because when they came out, I mean, I could tell you what where. saved my blackness? Oh, dude, I was gone. I was going to be that black dude that was at, at the, Le- the Nirvana Def concert. The Nirvana concert? I'm, I'm a little older than that. I'm Def Leppard. Oh, wow. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Like, all that stuff. I still like listening to that stuff, too. But B-Boy was, um, I got into dancing. Hardcore dancing. And rhyming, dancing, graffiti. And that was my click. Yeah. Like, these are my friends to this day. We still like even now. I don't dance anymore when I go out. I will. I will sit and watch any whack dance movie that's out there, like those step up movies which are terrible. Stomp the yard and stuff Stomp like that. Stomp the yard, dude. Yeah. I got all those movies saved just for the dancing. TJ is watching that the other day. Some Stomp the Yard. Oh my god! Oh, I, mean, I love Sometimes those it's really fun though, seeing what they do. Yeah, it's incredible. And and even in my even it's this bad where my homeboys uh, were in the same age group. I will text them say, "Dude, you got to see this." Like this, this dude just did this. Oh, you gotta see this, you know. Yeah. So I, even though I don't do it anymore, even watch, I love dance. Like yeah. even watching L. Yeah. Hey. Dude, I watch L stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could do that. Oh. Yeah. I've been knowing L for a while. Ask me how many times I've been to one of her events. Just ask, just ask me, Reggie. How many times? How many You're times have you been to dick. one of her events? <laughs> Zero. Why? Because she doesn't invite me. While. It's a it's a like a confidence thing. I don't like my friends. I don't invite anyone. I just go and do it. And then okay. whoever is there is there. And I, I, when my friends are there, I just get so freaking nervous, like even more so than normal. I can feel so, that. especially like I haven't, like the, the dance team that I've been doing, we 
haven't done a lot of performances. Like we, the the girls are more picky about the performances, and mm. so normally, like I would invite people like by the fifth or sixth performance when the girls are like feeling strong and confident. Yeah. But we've been traveling so much, so most of the times it's like in Orlando, or you know, by the time we get to those level, those those numbers of performances. Oh, well, sounds see. like excuses. So whatever. A, so since your show is primarily sports based, yes. What is Tampa Bay Buccaneers record going to be this year? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Oh, I thought about this already. You, seven you, and nine. you heard it here first. Yeah. Well, maybe not first. Nine. He might have said it first on his own they, show, but he heard it here second at least. Five and 11 the last two years. We haven't made the playoffs in over 10 years. Um, we're going through a transition right now. We have Bruce Arians. What about um, Kaepernick? So Kaepernick just posted something on Instagram. It was like, it's been 800 days or so since I've been denied work. Mm. And he's like still grinding every single day. It was like a workout video. It was like still grinding every single day, ready every single day, prepared every single yeah. day, something to that effect. Do you think he has a like? Do you think he really has been blackballed out, and should he expect it? He has been blackballed, but I think it's been so long; it's over. It's yeah. over. Uh, he, over. He has been blackballed. Football's hard, right? Like you to take that long of a break to come back, especially at the position where he plays. That he could, he could right. come yeah. back in as a backup, yeah, yeah. quarterback. Yes, and uh, he really got blackballed. And 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 what really bothers me about it is he's been blackballed, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. white folk. White Absolutely. folk, white folk, keep doing this. He's not, he's not being blackballed. He's just not good, that good of a quarterback. And I'm like, okay, you keep saying this, but the other quarterbacks in the league who way act, worse, way worse, way and worse. Understand this: the last year Kaepernick played, 16 touchdowns, four turnovers. On his resume, he has two NFC Championship games. He has a Super Bowl appearance. He's yeah. played four years. Yeah. Look, look at his touchdown to interception ratio. It's, it's, his, his interceptions are half what his touchdowns is. So he's played good enough to be on a team. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you want to debate him being a starter or not starter, that's debatable. He should be on a team. Yeah. So you can't tell me the dude hasn't been blackballed. Then all of a sudden when he got the settlement with the NFL, people come out and say, I told you it was just for money. And I'm like, who in the world? He needs to get paid. He needs yeah, to get paid. Oh, yeah, I'm not knocking that at all. But who in the world would plot and plan to take a knee to get attention, then lose their job all for a paycheck down the road from Nike. Nobody. 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 And honestly, like, Kaepernick is one of those people where if he didn't mention race, because he's, to me, he's racially ambiguous, right? Yeah. He's mixed. He's biracial, yeah. He's biracial. If he didn't mention race, he could have skated. He did, starting off. He, yeah, he could have skated. I mean, he's skating like a bunch of NFL players are right now. You know how I feel about this whole Kaepernick thing, but like, Let's not get into it because we know we argued about this the first season of Altino yeah, Shay. Yeah, Do you yeah. guys remember first Way year? Back, me yeah. and Jay was going at it. Me, Jay. Me, you, and Tony. Well, me, you, and Tony. Well, real quick recap. What was the other argument about? No, it's not. Yeah, let's not get into it. But. But, you know, can he come back? Like, do you think that there's any hope for him whatsoever? No. No. I don't think so. Let me ask one more question. What's your favorite episode of Altino Shay? If you have one. Dude, I have to go with the most recent one. I told you about earlier. Um, pretty privileged. Pretty privileged. Yeah. As of right now, that's it. Again, I've heard so many of your shows. I'm trying to. That pop is the most frequent one. Pretty most recent. Pretty privileged with a good one. And where can people find your social information? Uh, look for me. Well, f- Instagram. Cover two conversations on Instagram, and also we have a YouTube channel. Cover two conversations. Also follow me, Reginald zero two zero five on Instagram, and I'll be I'm uploading new content. I was waiting for the Bucks preseason to start. So we'll have something to talk about. Really, be easier for me. I can't. I'm lazy. I'm not gonna lie. 
And your show airs when? Uh, 1 p.m. on In Touch News on Facebook. Right now we're on hiatus. Like what I mentioned earlier, we're trying to decide what platform we're going to take it on. But the show is still alive. We're still there. Content will be on YouTube and Instagram. Perfect. All right. All right, let's go ahead and get into the, the listener shout-out. Get into it, Elf. Mm. So our listener shout-out this week is going to go to, like, three people, not just one. And so the first two, we shouted them out because they tagged us in a post on the Shade Room Instagram post that asked, what podcast do you wish more people knew about? Yeah. And um, Flaw to Perfection, she tagged us in that post. And then Such a Flipping Lady tagged us in the post, and she was like, you know, super dope crew with real conversations about everything. And so we definitely just want to shout out people who support us. Amen. You know, and so thanks for tagging us in the Shade Rooms post about that. You know, it, it, even if we only get one person who follow us now, we'll take that, right? Yeah. It's growth. Yeah, and if you if you are a listener, if you're a sipper, if you want to support, numbers do help. So add us on our Instagram, Altino Shade Podcast. Add us on Facebook at Altino Shade is the page and our group is Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. Add us, add us, share us, share us. Every every like, every share, every joint. Everything it counts. helps. And then Asia Moon, really quick, she DM'd me the other day wanting to buy my new book, Noesis, and she hey. told me how much she loved the podcast as well. So definitely appreciate that Amazing. Love. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the main sip of the day. Uh, let me apologize, Reg, in advance oh, no, ain't for no this apologizing. theme song that's about to go down. Uh-oh. Hey Reggie, you know hey, what time it is? You know what time it is? Hey L, do you know what time it is? No, I don't. Hey, sippers, what time do is it? You know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. Hey, it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Drink ready. Get your get your feet ready. Drink ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. It's so bad, but it's good. Reggie, oh, that's not bad, is it? It's, it? He's laughing, but it's so bad, it's good. I'm laughing because I didn't know you guys actually did it live. I thought it was recorded and just, uh-huh, see? just played it, so I just learned something. There you go. See, behind the scenes. All right, so this week we are talking about the black travel movement. Are you a member or not? And it is a movement, like recently. Really? If you look at the statistics, yes, it is a movement. Black people are traveling much more frequently now, and it's representing a huge, huge portion of that, like, tourism income. Yes. So how important travel is travel to you guys? How much do you travel a year? I don't travel as much as I would... I want to. Yeah. I am. I have to put myself on a budget. However, I would like last year, 2018, I'd probably travel five to six trips. Yeah. You traveled a lot last year. Yeah. A lot of that was, most of it was domestic travel. Mm -hmm. Um, And this year I've only gone to, um, where did I go? I went to Panama. Yeah. So I went to Panama City, Panama, which was awesome. And then I've only gone to Houston. So, but it is important to me because- it allows me to get away from the life that I know, the yeah. everything, the everything thing, everyday thing that I see. It allows me to see different perspectives, different people, different every. I feel like every city is different. Yeah, they have their own vibes and everything. So it's, it's important to me because I, I just need to get away sometimes. What about you, Reg? How, how I much do you travel? Much, man. Um, kind of like Jay, I put myself on a super budget, but I've been forced on a budget. Yeah, and so I haven't gotten out too much. Um, I think no, take it. I went to Atlanta last year. 
I like been, I've been there before, but I went there. A friend of mine was modeling, so I went down with her on some modeling-ish. What was your favorite places that you guys travel? Oh, for me, I travel, I at least try to do one domestic, one international a year. You didn't ask the question, though. What does traveling mean to you? That's what I'm trying to answer right oh. now. Yeah, so. Wow. <laughs> wow. Put me in my place. Focus, man. Listening. So I travel at least once domestically and one internationally a year. Um, that's always my goal. Yeah. And if I can add more to that, you know, I will. But I think traveling is really important. For my birthday, as you guys know, I talk about it all the time. I'm doing the seven world wonders. And so that guarantees I'm going to have an international yeah. flight. Yeah. Um, and then trying to figure out a local place is generally, generally a little bit easier. How many have you done? Like four? How many have you done? Yeah, I finally have. No, I think I'm about to tip the scale. So I did... Machu Picchu in Peru. I did the Great Wall of China. And then You've I, been there? Yeah. Wow. And then I did the Rome Coliseum. So this year yeah. coming up, um, 2020. Petra or is going to be the Petra in Jordan, I believe. The Great Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, is that as impressive? It's amazing. I bet it's it is. Absolutely breathtakingly like Ground-defining, amazing. Like how, far, how? It's a dumb question for people <laughs> listening right now. How how far is that wall go? It's, it's literally as far as your eye can go. Either way, like when yeah. you get on there, it's the craziest thing because as far as your eye can go on either side is how long it's it is. Like it's so far and it's high. It's so high up. I don't think that I understood or appreciated like the fact that it's smack dab in the middle of the mountains, and it's. So Super high up in the air. Wow. And they built this, you know, years ago. I don't know how. That's the one thing I will say about the wonders of the world. If you ever have a chance to go look at them, there are wonders for a reason. A lot of times yeah. the technology that we have now, it would still be difficult to do the things that they've done. And so the, fa- the fact that they were doing it without the technology yeah. is absolutely crazy. Like the Great Wall of China. Listen, they have problems with fixing I-4. Okay. For real. <laughs> They've been fixing for the real. I4 for like 10 years now. Meanwhile, you got people who had no technology at all building these huge monumental things. Oh no. I'm on I'm I've passed it cuz this year I did Brazil. I did um Yeah, you did the, uh, Christ the Redeemer. Yeah. So, I've officially am on the other side of the list. Just to answer your question, the China the China Wall is over 5,000 miles long. Jeez. Man. That's crazy. But they also say that the seven world wonders, most of them are kind of deteriorating. And they say you need to go try to see them and fight as soon as you can. Yeah. Are those can't natural guarantee. wonders, though? I don't they know have different natural. lists. Yeah. So they have the seven world wonders, the seven natural world wonders. They have the seven new world wonders. So the list has, have changed. Um, so it depends on which one you're going to. Yeah. And so I don't do the natural ones. The natural ones are like the Grand Canyon. But maybe yeah. that's what I'll do after I finish this one. Right now, I'm just doing, like, the man-made stuff. So why do y'all think people go on vacation and let loose and then come back and be completely different? Why do people go on oh, vacation? Yeah, ask the question. I got this one. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. What happens in Spain stays in Spain. What happens in wherever, insert your country or state you want to go to, uh-huh. stays there. So let your hair down. Sometimes you're you're with around people or a city that they don't know you. Yeah. yeah. And it's temporary, so you can act buck wild for a little bit. But and it, but my thing is, so many people, and I think maybe it's why people think traveling and vacation is so amazing because they go to these places and they just let loose, they let the hair down and become 
the, this inner person who they really are yes. at their core, but they feel like they can't be that person in their home. And I think that's a little unfortunate that you feel like you can only be who you are at your core when you go on vacation. Yeah. Right? I yeah. think it's, and I understand it to a degree though, because like, this is a, a current thing that I'm chafing at at the moment. Like, it's something that like currently is bothering me. People perceive the way you are personally. Mm-hmm. They assume that is who you are in your work life. Yeah. They don't understand that everybody boxes. has different hats that they wear. Yeah. And so you could be a mess or, like, for me, I'm super boho hippie. Right. Like, I'm just like chill. Everybody calm down, like relax. But I'm a lawyer. So I literally argue all for day those for who work. what boho is. That's bohemian. Thank yes. you. Wow, I hate My head was you. spinning. I had no idea. Yeah. And so people will see me and be like, oh, she's too chill to be a lawyer. But then when I'm a lawyer, the people are like, oh, she's, she's probably for really real? uptight. Yeah. I know. That's oh, I, I normally don't share it because people have this perceived notion of what a lawyer is and who they're yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. And because of that, they they come with so much expectations mm-hmm. that they have on me. And so I think when you go on vacation, all those expectations that are created either that you want or don't want, the ones that you've created for yourself or the ones that the society has created, you don't have to play into that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, I'm definitely, I try to be, I'm the same person no, no matter what. But I found that I'm more bolder and more confident when I'm on vacation, and when it, and in regards to like approaching women yeah. and talking to women, I'm like, I'm on, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm walking up to this chick. Yo, what's going on? Could what's you imagine good? though if you had that same like philosophy? Exactly, here, that's what I'm you, saying. Yeah. If you had that same exact philosophy that you have in, when you're on vacation mode and apply it where you live, I guarantee you, you'll be even more happier with your your atmosphere in your life. I think what does that also is vacation you have a finite number of days yeah so you know like i got 48 hours yeah i, I, I gotta i gotta get it in make shoot my shot in 48 hours here you're like ah you know what i'm kind of nervous i may see her again next week i may see her next month somewhere yeah you know so you're so you t- kind of yeah. taking your time with it on vacation man look i got three days yeah <laughs> yeah I, I gotta do something in three days well, where was the first place that you 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 guys ever hopped on the plane to where and were you afraid where that's an adult. First place you ever hopped on the plane? Were you afraid to do it? I wasn't scared of flying. Um, DC. DC. Yeah. DC. I, 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 want, like I DC. wound up moving to living in DC for about a year and a half, and went. I went to DC. Loved it. DC Loved is it. A, DC is a great city. Yeah. Loved it. I would have stayed. Yes, it was too expensive. Hell yeah, it's expensive. Too expensive. Oh, I traveled. My parents believed in travel, so when I was young, we we traveled. But I would say, like, as an adult, the most significant one, like, as an, as my first trip as mm. an adult, had to be, I studied abroad in Spain and France oh, wow. for a year. For, okay. Not a year, but for a summer. Look at hell. And so, that was pretty cool. I lived in Madrid for the majority of it. Wow. And I had a blast. And so, I think that was, like, my first significant, like, travel experience. Wow, that's quite the first experience. Uh, <laughs> for me, I think my, my first flight was to San Antonio, Texas. It was, like, in, like, 2001. Like, I came from a very, very small town. And yeah. so, traveling was not something that I even even thought about, right? Like, all I knew was my that little was small... That was your first flying? My first flying experience was, I mean... I was born in Germany, so obviously I flew as an infant. Yeah. Right? But I don't remember that. Yeah. And so my first flight was into San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas. And 
it was great because it was also I was actually flying out to see a girl. This is in the oh, pre-dawn of, of internet. Oh, days. <laughs> so was that Black Planet? I don't even remember where I met her from, man. But it was it was good. And so for me, the country boy going to San Antonio, it was just so much to see, so much to do, and so I wasn't afraid. But even to this day, I'm not a big fan of flying. Like I just don't. Something about that 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 cramped space. And then when the turbulence hits, oh. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst. Like I recently flew um, to Houston and I flew on Spirit. I know Spirit gets bad rap. I didn't have a bad experience, but there was so much rain and storms. Man, that plane shook so much that I thought I was going down, bro. All right, guys, let's actually get into traveling while black. Some of the things that you guys experience. So let's talk about culture, them versus you, culture shock, right? Where have you been where you have, like, experienced a culture shock, where the, the culture's so different from what you're used to that it made you stop and think? I've only traveled to, like, places where the predominant uh, culture is uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've been to Cuba, and again, I said, I'm at the Panama, and in both, ex- both experiences, I was more shocked at the fact that a lot of them spoke really, really good English. And that sounds crazy to me. That sounds crazy to say. Yeah. But when you, you go into certain things thinking that it's on, it's going to be a certain way. And so when you get there, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's, they speak fluent English. Right. You know what I mean? And so the biggest shock for me was realizing that, like, in Panama, Panama was a super major city. Yeah. Like, that shocked the hell out of me. Like, the skyline was bigger than New York's in, in Chicago. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. And so just seeing that culture and seeing how how great the economy was doing and the technology they had, it was, that was the biggest shock for me is just seeing that and, and how fluent they were in English. Because I was sitting there worrying about Spanish, trying to speak Spanish. and Right. But I was, oh, I ain't got to speak Spanish. What about you, Reg? Culture shock wise, I got two of them. Okay. One was this is gonna sound so stupid. First time going to Miami, and I'm from Tampa. Mm. Like four hours away. Yeah. When I got down there, That's I was exactly shocked. Good, really, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> Every time I think of Miami, I think of that or Uncle Luke. Um, but opposite of what you just said, mm. I was shocked how Spanish was the language. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm going into gas stations, and people think thinking that I'm Cuban, yeah, talking to me in Spanish, yeah. I mean, that literally blew me, yeah, away. In, in America, United States, yeah, that yeah. Blew, Miami's a little crazy, yeah. It blew me away, and also when I went to DC, in cult, DC, cultural. Here's the cultural difference: me being from Tampa and Florida, Tampa and Florida, Tampa, Florida. The Middle class black community isn't that big. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. When I got to DC, it was Cosby Show. Yeah. And literally, the first night we went out to DC, it was a spot called the Spy Club. We'll never forget this. There are there are a lot of Ethiopian women there. Mm. Beautiful. And my 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 friend was dating one of them, and he's like, you know, she's Ethiopian. I hadn't met her yet. Came in like like a model. We go out to the nightclub, 90% of the women there were Ethiopian. Now, the impression that we get about Ethiopia is what? Poor kids, hungry, flies in the eyeballs. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, you got to feed them. And I'm sitting there like, you got to be kidding me. And yeah. they're like, no, this, this is what Ethiopia look like, not what they're presenting to you. And this is how 
culture shock it hit me. We went out that night. I I was so amazed by these women. I didn't have one drink. My buddy's like, why? I want to soak this in. Mm. If Halle Berry would have walked into that club, she would have been like, eh. You, 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 you wouldn't even look at her. Yeah. That's how gorgeous these women were, man. And that was a big culture shock for me. It was like, my buddy met his wife down there. She, yeah. she, and she's from Africa. You wouldn't expect it to be so such a large population there. What about the biggest shock for you? Culture well, shock. like to go based on both of what you guys were saying, it's to me, it's a little insane. And I kind of feel like I need to do better every time I go somewhere else because I realize how inadequate our education is versus oh, yeah. other places. Like yeah. when you, especially if you go to Europe, everybody knows like two to three languages, if not more, you know, and like Americans, we struggle with just English. Yeah. And so yeah. when I, I'm, I've decided I'm teaching myself Spanish again. Like I used to be able to speak it, but I can't anymore. I've been doing Duolingo. I've been trying to learn it as well. Yeah. If you lose it, if you forget to use it, you lose it. Um, for me, the biggest culture shock that I had to experience, um, was that was China for sure? Mm. So it was a big. They love black people. Over it there. was a culture shock for me, and it was a culture shock for, for them. them. Um, so in China, just like okay, Facebook, Instagram, not a thing. You yeah. can't access it. The mm. VPNs have shut all of that down. Mm. So China has its own like version of Facebook that's I guess regulated by the government. Censored, yeah. Um, and so that was like the first thing. It was weird, like not being able to like log on to your social, like to have the government be actually like suppressing and yeah. controlling your social media was a little bizarre. Um, the food was obviously a big adjustment. So I mm. think we have glamorized or not glamorized, but Americanized. We've Americanized yeah. Chinese food. So when yeah. I went to China, I was very much expecting like American version of Chinese food mm. instead of like authentic Chinese, Chinese food. food. And then for Caribbean people, it's like going to like a tropical smoothie and getting the jerk chicken wrap versus like going to a legitimate Jamaican restaurant yeah, yeah. and getting the jerk wrap right Man, so I want some jerk chicken now. jerk chicken yeah like it's very the two are very different how did you like it though wasn't a fan so I ended up eating McDonald's for oh, yeah. most of it um but low-key in China they cook or they Fry the best fried chicken. Yeah. And at McDonald's, like you can literally get, get fried, fried chicken, chicken wings. Wow. And they are spicy and delicious. And they're part of their snack menu. Um, but yeah, it was a big culture shock for me, like adjusting to them. Mm -hmm. But it was a huge culture shock for them adjusting to me. Like, so they don't have, I guess, a lot of black visitors. Yeah. So when we were in Beijing. Unless you're a celebrity or a superstar. Yes. Yeah. When I was in Beijing and I was doing the tour of all the big you know, Tiananmen Square and all the big, you know, things. Literally, it was me and a group of my girlfriends, and we were, like, getting pictures, self, like, ussies. Like, people were treating us legitimately like, yeah. like celebrities, and I understood why celebrities are crazy because it's not fun at all. No. First of all, as a woman, it felt very dangerous mm. because you look up and there's a guy taking a picture of you that you don't know. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yes. I like just being a black person, seeing a black person makes them want to take a picture. That because cool they've never, they've never seen you. Well, it didn't stop there. So they would come and they would turn their back on me and like do the forward facing camera. Mm. So they would come and take pictures with you without your permission. Wow. And so you become like a spectacle. Wow, that's crazy. And then I've so it's like that, a group of like these, you know, it was really packed. So all these people are staring at us and literally 
taking pictures of us and bum rushing us like to take selfies. Mm. And so like the first, you know, few times, like for the first half an hour, it's like cute. You know, you're like, oh, you know, I'm a celebrity. Hey. Yeah. But then literally you're like it, it takes a half an hour and every one of us was a little bit of annoyed because you kind of feel like a lab rat. You know what um, kind of shocked me here domestically is that we live here. Well, you don't live, in, you don't live here in Tampa anymore, yeah. uh, but you, you were here for a while. Is that when I went to Houston, right? I was so amazed, back to your point, of all the black people. Yeah. Right? It sounds crazy, but in Pinellas County, maybe in Florida too, it's predominantly Caucasian. Yeah. Right? And so you don't see large pockets of professional black people no. just out and about. You have to go really searching for lounges and clubs yeah. or whatever to find it. But we, when I went to Houston, I was just like, it was like everywhere. And that's a that that was a huge shock, but it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. That's weird too, adjusting to Orlando culture. Orlando culture, there's much oh, a lot much diversity. bigger black oh, is it? community, and so it was. It's interesting seeing like oh, there's other black folk. Hey y'all, I have a travel question. Mm -hmm. When you go on these trips, and mostly in the states, not overseas, do you feel that maybe one of these trips when you're going, especially Jay, when you went to Houston and other um, cities, that you're you're only seeing the living room? You're not seeing, like you, like you said, you saw the black professionals yeah. there, but maybe you just went that weekend and that's just, you what just saw was. that, but you didn't go to the hood. Well, you know. I would say this, I I don't even go to the hood where I live. So, yeah. So I'm not going to go to the hood when I'm, in, when I'm on vacation. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know it exists. I I I lived the hood. I know what the hood is, you know, and but to to your point. I think as tourists, most of us are going to be tourists in whatever city we go in. So, yes, we are only seeing the good part. It's yep. like when you go on a cruise, right? You go on a cruise and they port somewhere. You're only seeing the good parts unless you get bold enough and you go to the community in the neighborhoods. Yep. Hey, take me where the real shit is. You know, that's when you see it. Like when I went to Cuba, we, we asked our tour guide. I said, look, I know this is where it is, but show us where you go. Take us where you go. Where, where do you eat? Where do you drink? He did that, and you get to see a whole other aspect of it. So you have to do it, but you also have to be safe. Yeah, when you do, I did that in Miami, um, yeah. my first time going to Miami, and again being from Tampa, knowing two live crew, Luke, and you hear these different cities and these records. Yeah, and um, I told the dude, I was like, uh, "Can I see Liberty City?" I just, I, he laughing right now, and we, I said, "You sure?" I was like, "I want to see, I want to see Little Haiti, I want to see Little Liberty City, I want to see everything." We went through it. I said, like, okay, I got my fix. I'm done. Let's go back to Ocean Drive. Yeah. yeah I mean, they do say you, you shouldn't drive through certain parts of Miami unless you know, know people. Yeah. Uh, for me, I definitely like to go and see, like, what's around. So I'm not going to just do, like, the regular tourism tours. Yeah. I'm going to try to, like, go to the little pockets. Like, mm -hmm. so for Brazil, we went to, like, this little Afro-Cuban spot, like, little neighborhood that they had. Yeah. Right? But I'm not going to go into, like, the actual hood hood. I'll go I'll go up to hood adjacent, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> there still needs to be some safety. But yes, absolutely. But actually, CNN um, did an article, and they talked about that people of color tend to travel differently. They tend mm. to engage with the local people more. Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of, like see that our people's experience like i think everybody can appreciate the the living room or the you know the the, the, the formal living room yeah, yeah. but i want to go to playroom i want to go yeah. where it's a little messy and it's a little dirty but it's fun you know what yeah. i mean and i think most people most black people 
understand that. I think we understand that because we know what it's like to, and this is no slight on, on Asian people, white people or yeah. not, but we know what it's like when white people don't want to come to our neighborhoods yeah. or we are in our own neighborhoods. We have to go to outside of that to see different perspectives. So when we travel, yeah. it's like, you know what? We want to see people who look like us, yeah. exactly. people who are, who, who feel isolated yeah. from the stuff. And maybe I can give my money to them to benefit them. Cause we know that the American dollar yeah. is typically stronger yes. than their, than their currency. Right. Also, also keep in mind too, when you go to places like that, like, Liberty City or whatever, um, the, the hood spots, the cities you're visiting, it may be hood, may be dangerous, but sometimes the best food's there. Absolutely. How has traveling um, affected you guys in a negative way? Has traveling affected y'all in a negative way at all? Or is it all positive? Um, I think sometimes traveling can be an eye-opener for you, and... Okay, so it's a negative and a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing self-reflection, I think sometimes it just happens. It just, your soul is at ease, and so you yeah. can understand more about who you are. So a lot of the times when I realize, like, I've been on some fuck shit is generally when I'm on vacation. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I could do better. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. could do better there. I could do better there. Yeah. When I have those those moments or epiphanies, which can kind of mess up the trip. But yeah. I think those are, to me, those are really important moments. What about you? Hmm. I mean, I was thinking about this question when I earlier when I wrote it down. I mean, I, I don't... I would say that the way that it has affected me negatively is that we all have... I think wherever you live, you have a bias, right? So I have an American bias about us and what we have and how great we are. Yeah. So, But then you travel and you go somewhere else and you say, eh, you know what? America really ain't that great, right? It's like people have better health insurance or they have better you know economy and it kind of puts things in perspective all right so so yeah and so i think that in a in a negative affect me in a negative way i guess it's back it's positive and negative yeah but i'm like damn like we can do better right yeah you, better. Get, you definitely get the moments and that's why i think travel is so important is because it lets you stand outside of yourself for a minute it lets you see the the benefits of our culture but also see the negatives and how you can correct it in your own self um, you guys, so what is safety to you? What is a safe, like, how do you approach safety when you travel? Is it a concern or not? Do you do anything special? I will say that I, well, I only travel to places in groups, wherever I go. Like, I never travel by myself and I do solo travel. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like, I wouldn't go to Haiti. Yeah. by myself without someone who actually lives there and can show me around and help keep me safe. Cause there are some areas where you just shouldn't go by yourself. So I was in Cuba. I say, Hey guys, look, let's just travel at least three people together. And odd thing is I felt super safe in Cuba. Yeah. I'm sure you did. You know, I felt super safe. Spanish people are awesome. Yeah. So I would just say that's probably the biggest thing. I, like. I make sure I travel when I do go somewhere with other people to travel with other people because you don't want, to go missing. So. What about you, Reg? Me, the one thing I do, and it kind of goes back to what Jay just said, whenever I travel anywhere, I make sure I got a copy of every identification I got. Yeah. A copy. I'll have one that I leave in the hotel room, one I carry on me. Just in case anything goes off and you got to get your butt back home, I lost my wallet. Here's my identification right here. Here's my ticket copy. I got a copy of every single thing just in case something pops off. 
Yeah. For me, um, well, if I'm traveling internationally, I definitely am going to check and see, like, you know, what the temperature is for Americans. Yeah. Um, another thing that you always have to consider, too, is not only if are you... Are they sensitive about Americans, but are they sensitive about black people? Are they sensitive about women? Mm. And so one of my professors, actually, she said she was in a Middle Eastern country, but this was like back in the day, like 20 years ago. And she wasn't really thinking, you know, we have a little bit more understanding of Middle Eastern culture now yeah. than she did then. Yeah. And so she went out jogging. She was in the military, so she went out jogging. And so like normal, she was jogging in like a sports bra yeah. and mm. tights. And luckily, the shop owner, like, grabbed her and pulled her inside. And they're like, they will kill you. Wow. They will kill you. You need to ch- you need to change immediately. And, wow. like, he put, like, he gave her a coat and sh- shuffled her off. But, like, he saved her life. Mm. Um, so I always keep that in mind. But, and I think maybe it's because where I'm from. So I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from the hood. I Brooklyn? think. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Nigga, you know, you so learn stuff every day. Lawyer, <laughs> Brooklyn? Yes. Um. I think you can't move in this world as if you're scared. Yeah, that's true. I agree. And so, especially for me as a woman, um, I go and I just, honestly, uh, you know, I don't move scared. I prepare as much as I can. So I have my identification. I, you know, hide my money, all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I just, I just walk like I belong there. And that saves you so much trouble. I mean, if you've ever been to like, I don't know if you're from a big city, but if you're a big city, you can always tell like the tourists who come in because they walk around and they look like you can see something that legitimately like looks scared. And to me, you couldn't set yourself up anymore as a mark than if you're walking around looking scared. And so I agree. But they do say that as Americans, we all have we give off certain things that we just can't hide because this is where we live it's like we, sta- we stand differently we dress a little bit differently so but to your point yes you should carry yourself like you belong but, but also be aware that we still have tall tale signs that hey oh yeah like i don't I, I don't i still think that they have marked me as a tourist yeah but they're probably marking me as a tourist who has family here yeah, opposed yeah, to a tourist yeah. who doesn't have anybody right the more confident you walk in the world the less shit people give you and yeah. so have y'all um have y'all always um wanted to travel or were you influenced by people in your life to travel? I know you say your parents kind of did traveling, but what about outside as an adult? Like were there other people maybe you doing a little bit of traveling and then you saw your friends doing something. You're like, oh, I wanna do a little bit more. I think I'm the the starting plug for a lot of my friends. Mm, I can so see that. I always wanted to travel. Um my parents are Caribbean from Trinidad, and I just felt like, and they, they they used to go on trips for their anniversary, and they're like, you know, so I was like, oh, I want to go, and they're like, nah, we ain't spending this money on you. <laughs> you can stay home mm-hmm. for certain stuff, and so I just always liked to travel. I always felt like it was something valuable, so it's something I've always done, and like, luckily, I have like introduced travel to so many of my friends, so like a lot of my friends, their first time traveling has been with me. You see that, Reggie? Like no. breaking, breaking. No, them you never. I really. I mean, I'm booed up now, so now I want to travel. Yeah. On that vacation thing you were talking about earlier, yeah. but really, I was never hyper traveling. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I just lazy. Yeah. There was no reason. Now in my 20s and 30s, yeah, because you know, some females, you go into a different city, you want to go. The older I got, I just the whole thing going through the airport and getting checked, I just the hassle. I just don't want to do it. 
Yeah, I, I I never really wanted to travel until I got older, and I started getting. You're motivating me. I try to motivate people, man, but my friends motivate me. They always say that that your your network or your soul, your yeah. whoever you're involved with, should be able to motivate. You're you. You're making me want to travel. And I more. see people like in my network now. They start traveling all these places. Yeah, I'm sitting at home like, well, damn, why come I'm not going anywhere? And they motivated me to start traveling more. So when I got my passport, so I was definitely influenced in a positive way by my network and my friends, and who were doing all this traveling. I'm still not doing. Nowhere near the amount of traveling that some of my friends are, but at least I'm traveling some. I know, I know, we're right. on a timetable right now, but I, oh, I missed good. a chance to go to the Cayman Islands, um, my buddy's 50th birthday. Dope. Know why I missed it? Why? I had the ghetto passport. I had the one where you can't fly on; you're going to take a boat. And, and yeah, this this two kid mm. passports you get. You can, if you uh, go, go on the cruise, you can get the ghetto passport uh, where okay. you're limited to what you can do. Yeah, we made plans for us to go to our 50th birthday. A couple Mike made it down there. I couldn't go. And by the time I would have got my passport, it would have been too late. Uh, I could be in, I could have gone to Cayman Islands like three weeks ago. Dang, that sucks. Yeah. All right, guys. What are some tips that you have learned through your traveling? Some tips that I've learned through my traveling. Well, I would definitely recommend to anyone to either get TSA pre-check or get global entry. Because those things are lifesavers, especially if you're an international traveler. Like TSA PreCheck allows you to skip all the lines at the airport. You don't have to take your laptop out. You ain't got to take your shoes off. They have you, you just get super screened in the early process. You just walk, typically, you don't walk right through, but maybe you wait five minutes versus 35, 40 minutes if you didn't have it. And so the TSA PreCheck is only $85 and it lasts five years, but it's only for flights. Right. But global entry is $100 uh, for five years. And that allows the same thing, but allows flights, planes, no, flights, boats, and cars. So definitely recommend. That's probably the biggest tip is it helps you avoid standing in those lines. Um, so that, that's part of my biggest tip. I think for one of mine's is you could afford to travel. If you can afford to eat out, even yeah. if it's fast food, you can afford to travel. And the way you do that, like, the more of a restricted budget that you're on just means you need to plan more. That's yeah. pretty much what that means. So, my fl- like, the trips that I normally do, if I were to do them last minute, they could be anywhere from 3000 to 4000 But I literally get off my fir- my trip, and, like, the, very, the minute that I'm done with one trip, I'm planning literally my birthday trip for one. the next one. This year, a little bit different. But I normally can find huge savings with, like... Your plane ticket, like if you are looking months, months and months out, there's not a time when normally the plane tickets will drop like significantly randomly. Like I got plane tickets to China for six hundred dollars. Mm, that's good. Deal. Round trip. Wow. wow. Yeah. To China for six hundred dollars. But literally, that's just because that whole year I'm studying i'm yeah. like looking every day there's a bunch of apps that you can use that can find like they can pull the flight searches for you mm-hmm. or tell you like mm-hmm. google now if you look for a flight you can stay alerted to the flight yep. if it changes in prices and so definitely take advantage of like the time it takes to plan things and the ability for that to make your trip cheaper because i mean i I know people who go on trips like to Miami and they spend fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! But like we went to China and we spent seventeen. 
Yeah. You know? And so, and then obviously the more that you plan it is the more that you can kind of push yourself, your own self on a payment plan. The price, that's a good tip. That, that price watching, I use Hopper. I use yes. Google Flights. And there's one other one that once you put it in, if you have a date in mind that you're looking for, you just put the date in where you want to go to and you just watch it. And they'll get notifications when the prices drop. And they'll say, hey, this is Hopper. Hopper. And they said, this, they'll say, buy now. This is the lowest price you'll see. Or they said, it'll wait, wait another four, four or five months. So definitely use that. One of that I just got put on to is airfordable.com. Mm-hmm. So airfordable, once you have the flight and you have a screenshot of what the price is, you go to Airfordable, create an account, and you say, hey, here's where I want to go. And they will actually re- reserve that flight and that at that price for you. And then all you do, you make payments every month. Wow. Until it's paid and yeah. before your flight. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. back to your point, if you think you can't afford flying, you can afford flying, like especially if you can do payments on your on your flight. Yeah. You know? And some of the apps that I use, in addition to the ones that Jay uses, because I use the ones he uses as well, is Skyscanner and Travel Pirates. I heard of Travel Pirates. I, and I always say for the trip, the first thing you need to do, just buy the plane ticket. Like if you buy the plane ticket, you're committed. Figure out the rest. Everything yeah. else will happen, I promise you. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't buy that plane ticket, then you will push it back and push it back. Yeah. Like make that happen. What about you? What is, is it? Do you have a tip? My Get your passport. I learned that three weeks ago. Um, right. Have that passport ready. I messed around. I regret that right now. My homie's 50th birthday. He yeah. invited Jay. He invited everybody. Like, he had his family. My, we were the best men at his wedding. Oh, and you couldn't make it. That yeah, now I think it kind of worked out because my ex, my longtime ex, and we're still cool, mm. um, is part of mutual friends with everybody. So she texted me to see if I was going. I think it kind of worked out me not going because I'm in a situation I'm in right now. Yeah. You know, so I feel you. Speaking of exes, have y'all? What are, y- are y'all for or against vacation? I love a good vacation. Yeah, oh never God, had one. You never had a vacation, Reggie. You no. never sippers. Nothing. Reggie has never had a vacation. No. Should he get? And well, he can't do a vacation now. Yeah, he's in a relationship. It's not yeah. the same. Is that the same? Yeah. I thought a vacation is when you go on, you go somewhere with someone. That you're not technically involved in the relationship you just with. To be a hoe. No. No. Wow. No, it is. Wow. On that whole life. Isn't there a difference between Air to me? No, I thought a vacation is when I'm on vacation and I I I, I go so I meet somebody who a friend right here and we go on a vacation together. We come back. You're not together anymore. That, that's a vacation. That's just y'all being hoes. No, no that's a, a, vacation, that's a vacation. Literally, what's a vacation is- to you? Your bay, like it's nah. in the word. Yeah, I don't. Nah. Sippers, sippers. Okay. What's, what's the difference of vacation? Isn't the vacation with your bay, right, Reg? Yeah, that's my book. Isn't the vacation Bo-cation, with your bay, right, Shay? Thank th- you. Think, you are just on a disagree. whole vibe. We're gonna put that out there. Yes, like vacation is when you're with the, the person that you're with, Mm-mm, and I, you go on vacation with them. I think that's a. Op- I think that's one of the options of, of vacation. I mean, some people will obviously make it for a whole life. Like you, like they'll have like the vacation groups where it's like they are trying to hook up to because. They they want a vacation, but generally because they don't have a bay, so they need to find someone to have a vacation with. Sippers, mm, let us know Yo. what do you think of vacation. Jay is. Just no, flew his, his I'm not. Out. No, I am not the only one who says that. Like, if you ha- if you're already in a relationship and you go on a vacation, ain't nothing different. That's not you just going on a vacation together. That's but a, a vacation, vacation. A vacation, from what I've seen, is that you can have a friend in another state and y'all agree to go wherever. And y'all have a good time. Yeah, That's a vacation. You go back. That's a smashcation. Have you had a, a vacation before with a significant other? 
Yeah, they never typically work out. I always tell people, if wow. Most of the time, I've gone on vacations with someone I'm, I'm in a relationship with soon, probably sooner than I probably should have. But I always tell people that if you want to find out if the person you're with is someone that you can be with, go on a vacation together because you'll find out in, 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 really in an amount of time if there's someone you can be with because you see them every day. You wake up with them. You go to sleep with them. You see all their little twerks, quirks, twerks, quirks, twerks. and everything. Twerk, twerk, so twerk. definitely. Have you ever been? This is my last Wait, question. I just looked oh. up vacation and it is defined as a vacation with bay. It's a combination of bay and vacation. Other definition, okay. hanging out the bay for any length of time, although usually used for extended periods of time like a vacation. Hey, okay. I'll admit if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'm um, wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Just I just think your definition of this is I think different from me and L's. That's what I think. Mm, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't use the whole word. That All right. Like, Another tip that I would have, though, um, I'm not done with these tips okay. for traveling, is traveling I'm, I'm kind lives. of the opposite of you, where I think if you don't have a group of friends, then you still go anyway. Oh, I, so oh, you said I go, like oh, you don't yeah. go single. I will go single. He meant in no, safety terms. In safety terms. Yeah, no, I don't oh, care. I, I do solo. I do solo dolo trips all the time. I'm gonna go solo. I'm gonna go solo internationally, or I'm gonna go solo domestically. I don't care. Like I do. I will not wait yeah. for my friends or family to get on the bandwagon because if you do that, you could You'll potentially wait forever, right? I'm picking it. I'm figuring it out. And if you want to go, here are the dates and yeah. you make it happen. Like, I'll help I always, you with that. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I, always, I only pick Ooh. spots that I already want to go to. That way, if yes. they don't want to go, I'm still going no I'm matter still what. I'm still going. I'm still doing me. Like, I... It's scary the first time. I had to get used to it for work. I used to travel for work a lot in my old job. Um, and so you, when you travel for work, though, they don't tell you is that you're by yourself, (laughs) you know? And so traveling solo dolo is a little bit of an adjustment initially because you're always used to traveling with a person or a group of people. But once you've done it once or twice, you'll find that it's not nearly as scary as you think it is. Absolutely. And you can still really enjoy yourself. It's like moving. Like you're scared to move at first. And then once you do it once and you're like, oh, ain't that bad. You did it again. I can do it and do it again. Yeah. My last question. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone who did not want to travel? Maybe maybe Reggie, you were the person who didn't want to travel. I was probably the one. Right. And so how did that affect your relationship? It wasn't that big of a deal. My my um, ex went out, went down to the trip. That's from Spain. So she goes to Spain twice a year, mm-hmm. and New York, Spain, and we had we actually made plans to go on a trip before we broke up. But to her, it was like nothing. Like driving around the corner to our, to downtown to Del Mabry, uh, downtown Tampa, it was no big deal. Me, I was kind of like uh, just lazy. I was yeah. just lazy about it. So she know? didn't care. So she didn't care that you didn't want to travel. No, because space. Places she was going to, she had family there. She has family in Spain. Gotcha. So, like, hey, you go on your trip, and I'll, I'll be here. And plus, I was in the wrong mindset that time where I was like, yeah, go, and I just do my dirt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Home. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> dated people who don't like to travel, and it starts to become a deal breaker. Like, it's definitely now, and like, where I'm at in my life, it's yeah. definitely a deal breaker because I know, like, traveling is – like a real thing for me you know what i mean yeah. and you want to do it with your significant other absolutely and absolutely. so and and it also creates a bunch of drama when you don't like if you're going out places like vegas or yeah. jamaica and they don't come and then they see you in the pictures with a bunch of other people yeah. and you could not even be dealing with none of them yeah there's just that like 
tension that arises out of nowhere. Yeah, I've never been in a relationship where the person didn't want to travel. And I don't know if I would date someone seriously who didn't want to travel. Because yeah. like I said, like you I think said, it's a little bit of a deal breaker. I wanna I wanna travel. I wanna have, I wanna create these memories with someone that I can I can do that with. So all right, all right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite session Ooh, segment. That's the best. And it is that sounds familiar. Familiar. That sounds familiar. That sounds about right. All right, sippers. So it is time for that. Um, that sounds familiar, where we play five to six songs for the table. Normally, what we do is I have chosen five songs to. For L and TJ to play against one another and against you. But I happen to know for a fact that Reggie is a music head. And so I decided that this week I'm going to join the competition to see who is better. Me. I'm a hip hop. Reggie or L. So I may not get some. We'll see. We'll see. So um, as always, they need to know. We need to know the name of the artist or the name of the song in order to get the wind. I do not know what Shay has chosen. Shay is all by himself on this one. You can find these songs on all Tino Shay Spotify playlists. Please go listen, go stream it. We don't own these songs. We just love the artists and the, the music they created, and we want them to get the love for it. All right, Shay. Hope you got some good stuff over here. Let me put my phone down. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. L, are you going to get more than me? You might. <laughs> you know, he probably chose all reggae. I don't know. I feel like Shay and um, Jay have a bromance. No, I don't know what he's chosen. I really have no idea. I feel idea. like you guys have a bromance of love, Yo, of music. Y'all, so. Say what? I was trying to stump y'all. Oh, um, oh gosh. So, so Shay's trying to stump us. Okay, good. Oh, my gosh. Not based, not based on what you just said. Something's going to be hard. <laughs> Maybe some of them. Um, I was trying to mix it up, but some of these are more modern than I wanted them to be. But here we go. Uh, this first song is uh, 1993. 1993. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube. Are you serious? He said, "Yeah, that's it." Hey. See, that's where I would have figured out right there. That little. I didn't want. I, I didn't want you the opportunity. I feel you. Oh, I don't need to name a song though. It's um. What's the name of the song, Shay? Hold on. Oh, good. How we do it? Almost at Warren G. It's, it kind of sounded I like Warren G, Warren G when it first when the started. came in, I was like... Talk right into the mic. There you go. I like this song, though. This is a good song. I heard that, yeah. I was like, oh, wait a minute. That voice sounds familiar. It's really annoying. Uh, one zip. One zip. One zip. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Now, we're going to bring this up to this year, actually. Okay. This year. Her. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Let's go. I would have never got that. Never got that either. This is actually one of my favorite songs with Anderson Pack. So I would I've even... never even heard of Anderson Pack. Anderson yeah. Pack? Yes, wow. you have. Hey. I actually played this one before. For y'all. In the jet black hair. Reggie, you down 2 0. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to see I'm going to let y'all try no, to guess. No, 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 no. I'm going to try to let y'all sit No, Do y'all don't see why even. I do that sounds familiar? Because I know even. this. I know my shit. For oh, our shit. live show, I'm going to put you against all of like, the best ones like Jared, Gerard, Bridget, your fr- Catherine. Catherine. What was the voiceover? The voiceover girl was good too. An- Anya. Anya, yeah. All right, Reggie. All right, L. Way back. Going to 1978. 1978. 70. Only Reggie going this one. None of wow, really? Alive. Reggie was. Really? We doing this? 
Oh, wow. James Brown? No. I like the beat, though. OJ's? Temptations? Did I just go through the list? Hold on. The Blue Notes? No. I like it, though. It's so 70s, though. Oh, no, like, it's, it's mad funky, mad 70s. It's and so the thing 70s. Is, what year is this? 1978. I was eight years old. And I know most of the songs played in my uncle's car when we're driving around. I do not recognize this. I like that. I know, though. Oh, that's dope. Uh, I want to hear the chorus. Hold on. I love this right now. Yo, Jay's having his best life right now. TJ already knows this. He probably listened. This is what TJ would have got. Mm-hmm. Don't stop loving me. I'm gonna let you have it though. I don't. She got the subject. She get the title. I got the title already. It's already over, Reggie. No, I'm trying to find the artist. I don't know the artist. It's for who? <laughs> All right, who's the artist? LTD. That was OTD? I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have got that either. Wow, that was it. Limited. I like like the... What's the name of the song again? Don't Stop Love? Don't Stop Loving You Now. I like that. I didn't get that one. So it's 2-1. Yeah, 2-1, 2-1. All right, now listen. He went way back for that one. Like, way back. Back into time. LTD. Yeah, I've never even heard of LTD. I have. I just didn't recognize that song. like something you don't want to get. (laughs) Bro, I got that LTD. Oh, do you need a shot for that? (laughs) All right, now this is like uh, 1990s. It's a woman. Faith Evans? No. no. Mariah Carey? Nope. Summertime? This is C9 Summer? Love C9. Shack? C9. No. <laughs> it's a hip-hop song with a female yeah. singing in the background. It sounds like Faith Evans, though. Warren G. I, I mean, um, Nate Dog. Nope. You said 1990? No, the 90s, yeah. 90s. Oh, 90s. This is even a hit? I don't know this one. Elle was gonna write track, but she ain't finished the statement. Um, Luke Cantrell? No, not in the 90s. Montel Jordan? Not in the 90s. I don't know who that is. Summertime in the LBC. Oh. Summertime in the LBC. Shay, you were never doing this He's again. He's never doing you it suck. again. What? Never. You suck, bro. He's, He's, oh, he said his music head, so I'm trying to... Overthought it. Wait, so the group is Love Shack? Love Shack. Dove Shack. Yeah. All right, so now this is modern. This is like <laughs> wow. I'm over him already. <laughs> so it's still 2-1. Still 2-1. Right. Reggie, you got zipped. You That's suck. Fine. All right, here we go. This one's easy. Who you a for this? Yeah, Twins. Soldier Boy. Hurricane Chris. Uh, the Migos. baby. The baby. Yes. That's the baby. I've never heard one the baby song. He's actually a good rapper, man. He's actually a good rapper. Hey. Guess who won? Yes, Jay won. Guess who won? Hey. I don't feel bad about that because Shay was terrible at it. So. He wasn't terrible. He, he wasn't terrible. He was really bad at it. I can't believe Reggie didn't get shit though. I told you I'm a hip hop head, man. That was that was yeah. hip hop. I want to play one of the new, a new hip hop. Okay. Okay. So this is the old hip hop. This is new. This is all new, new people. Play dope. It better be Takashi Six Nine. Okay, hold 
He's a new artist. He's a new artist? Actually, we talked about his uh, home country during the show today. I need to hear the voice. This is his second album? Or is it his, his first like, full debut album? It's not Blueface, is it? I hate Blueface, but I hate He's not very good. I don't even like know anything he's done. I'm putting numbers on the board. I'm blowing more digits. I haven't started, man. These are just the before pictures. Yeah, I don't know this guy. All right, so that's Rich Brian. The Alan's the Sailor. Yeah, I don't know that one. Like I said, Shay gets a wah, wah, wah. Can you hit that wah, wah, wah real quick? No. <laughs> so you see how I choose my songs and how they're all Bonafide hits. They've so got to be bonafide hits. Give yes. me some credit like, for you know what, what I do. I'm giving you, I'm giving you more you. credit. I can do underground all day long. You are. You so are. Yeah, we can't have a competition, though, on some new shit that none of us know. I mean, I got three of them right, though. one new song that nobody, that you might not know. Yeah. I'm play one more that you might not know. No, you paid like four songs that you all I know is I'm the winner, so let's keep this thing going. TJ, you heard that here first. I just defeated Reggie on that sound familiar, and I defeated L. Spanked the ass. I actually feel Boss. fine with that because I feel like oh, it's, it's oh. not real. Because Shay was so bad at it. Wow, Shay, she's throwing like shade all over you. All T, all shade. All, all T, right. a little shade. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to. Sorry, Reggie. What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? For the sippers who don't know, our, we do What's Your Itch each week. We talk about something new that we are obsessed with. It can be food. It can be a place. It can be a thing. It can be anything. So what are you feeling this week, Mr. Reggie Ridge? What I'm feeling, I'm going buck wild on buck YouTube. Wild. Buck, buck wild. And on YouTube, watching all the, the um, different comedians that have like these Instagram shorts. Okay. A lot of this stuff is on YouTube. Yeah, I've been watching like series and series, and I got them saved in a folder. On oh yeah, and they're like five minute skits. Okay. And Hilarious. oh man, I got these saved, man. And I've been on this like on repeat, all these, man. I didn't and, know. I, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, and and a lot of them are this, are I think mostly in L.A. And a lot of them are the same actors and comedians in the same groups, but they're playing different characters. Mm. And it's stuff like us doing a podcast now. Don't make yeah. a comedy skit out of doing a podcast. Yeah. And I've just been like watching these, so that's like my ish right now. That's what's nice. up. Man. I've never even thought that about out. that. What about you, Jay? What's your ish? So my ish this week, um, I've actually. I got off of drinking wine for like the last Ooh, year and I actually moved tripping. over to drinking whiskey and bourbon. So drinking my old fashioned. But this week I decided to go out and buy me a bottle of wine. And so the bottle I bought is called Seven Daily Red. Mm. It's, it's considered a blend. It's from California wine and from the Michael David winery. And it's only about $15. So it's super affordable. If you, if you don't like Cabernet or if you don't like merlot then you should do a blend and this blend is actually pretty good i'm not sure if it's related to seven deadly zins which is a red wine as well that i've had but it's really good wine that's what i've been drinking this week and um, definitely go check it out if you are a wine connoisseur then you will like seven deadly reds and that is my ish l what is your ish this week my ish this week is crab boils Crab boils. I've never been to a yes. crab boil, actually. Oh, we have to go. So I'm a lazy eater. There's Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> crab in, um, well, you need to work on that. There's Mr. and Mrs. Crab, which I originally went to the one in Sarasota, but they just opened a brand new one in St. Pete. 
right up the block, actually. Yeah. Um, and then I was posting about how much I loved it because I went last weekend. And then Tony, mm-hmm. hoe to the knee, mm-hmm. hit me up was like, nah, they ain't ish. You got to go to Hot and Juicy in Orlando. So I went to Hot and Juicy last night. Mm. And it was bomb.com. If you don't know what crab oils are, it's like... Uh, either a container or a bag of just like seafood that they all boil mm-hmm. in this like Cajun deliciousness yeah. sauce, and it has crab legs in it, like potatoes and corn, shrimp, corn. Shrimp. You can you can get shrimp, um, snow crab, blue crab, king crab, Ooh, mussels, king crab is clams, crawfish. You can get all of that added on there. I always just get the snow crab. I I'm only there for the snow crab, but um, it was good. That's my t- like. Um, I love seafood. The only so. thing is, all of them have so much garlic in it. So like, mm. afterwards, like today, I'm like, I still feel like I I have like a garlicky smell because it's so garlic intensive, but yeah. it's so tasty. I I don't typically when I do get the broils, I didn't know it's called a crab boil. If you get it from a restaurant, I just yeah. thought you had to go to like whatever. I don't normally get crab legs in it because oh. I don't like having to crack them open. It's the best. You like, know it's the best when you crack it and you get that you full get that juice. length, like that meat, you get to pull that the long whole thing out. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Officially hate you. Oh, that's what's up. All right, guys. Um, If you can or if you need to, hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and get into our final sip. So I know Mr. J has a final sip. What's your Yeah, the final sip is actually um, it's going to be interesting. I'm, so I'm going to play a clip oh God, uh, of something that's trending around. And then we're going to discuss it. I need you just to listen. If my man could take something in his ass for the right dollar amount. And it's not dollar. No, no, no. It's comfortability. No, no, no. Be comfortable putting right. anything in your ass as a straight man. But, period. Okay, but a straight man getting fucked by a straight uh, a female is heterosexual sex. Uh, uh, it's not uh, heterosexual sex. It is. A dick in his ass? No, it's a... It's, it's a plastic. It's, so wait, you put a dildo in his ass and that's heterosexual? Um, sexual? Yes. Get the fuck out of here, right. man. He's nuts. No, it's not nuts. He's that's not his gay. Guy. No, he's yes, not gay. He and then I know guys who fucking moan when they're getting fingered. You're fucking gay. No, you're I not. Don't get, I, I agree with him. Yeah, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because I, I feel like once If you don't moan for me riding you and you moan for my finger in your ass, a guy, you can, he can have you. I do not want you. I, if, are you serious? I, if I can penetrate your ass, I do not want you. If you are a straight man. If I know you are bisexual and I choose to deal with you, that's completely different. What are your thoughts on that? First of all, where's that from? It's a, someone t- took a video of someone talking, having a conversation <laughs> about about it, and basically what she's talking about is she's talking about men be- getting pegged, and which is a thing that is happening in, in heterosexual relationships. Apparently, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that sound clip and and in in general? You're talking to me. Anyway, everyone's up for the table. Um, for the sippers, I've actually had this conversation with people, and I've said this um, to my female friends: if the dude you're with likes getting pegged. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's a pleasure. The dude's not gay. Just say it's a pleasure. You can't tell me the next morning you don't look at that dude differently. You can't tell me that. He's, you're going to, as a woman, in the moment, oh, you're drunk and have some drinks and let's experiment and all that. You won't look at that dude differently the next day. Yeah. And even and even that dude has to fear, like we get into an argument or something, she's going to bring it up around the friends. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not my thing. I don't judge anyone's sexual things that gets them off. I don't judge anybody. Do you think it's but, gay? Does it make him gay? You can be honest. Don't give me no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I think there's, I think there's levels of gayness. So, he may like it. 
But again, I, I, I can't go with the gay thing. Because to me, the gay, the gay thing is I'm attracted to I'm attracted to men. Yes. Gotcha. And I want to be with a man. Now, yeah. maybe it may be some sexual turn ons that he has. Yeah. And, you know, so um, it's, it's gay tendency. All right. That's the best way to say Gay it. adjacent. Gay adjacent. Yes. About, yeah. No, for me, I think, first of all, it's so funny because in this like world and sphere, especially on social media, I feel like we talk about sex nonstop. Like you go on social yeah. media, like people can't wait for Freaky Fridays to go off. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talk so much about sex, but I feel like we get more ignorant about it. Like being gay is being attracted to your same sex. So unless you're having sex with your same sex, it's not gay. It's part of heterosexual sexual relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is it a diff- is it a quirk? Yes, right? It's like BDSM. It's a different thing, you know what I mean? But I don't think it makes a man gay if he likes it, especially when we know that the male G spot is in his ass. No, you know we don't I mean? know that. Oh. No, it, it is. It's like medically. Proven. We don't know it personally. You might not know yeah. it personally, but medically it's proved a proven fact no that. that the male G spot is in the, in his anus. Um, and so some people feel comfortable putting, certain things up it's not necessarily my bag mm. but i'm not going to necessarily judge you for it because could you imagine if somebody was like you can't if you were if you're a woman if you rub on your you know your your love button then you're gay like yeah. you're gonna do it anyway so I, i'm pretty open open-minded about heterosexual about sex in general for people yeah. i think anal play is fine i think if, if yeah. guys are into anal play do it do whatever I do think, however, that a guy who is into pegging, that if his woman has a a plastic device in the shape of a dick, yeah, and it's going up his ass, I think it's gay tendencies. Personally, gay Jason. Yeah, and so I I I'm not against it. I think people should do whatever yeah, they true. want. Yeah, with- but I I I think there's a difference between someone finger pink, pink pinky or tongue right. whatever and a and a dildo you, like you know what i mean yeah well they do have some that right. aren't dick shaped i also think that leads to issues down the road because let's say your boyfriend or whatever enjoys that and he's still a dude so if he enjoys you doing it What's going to stop him from some? But it's the same reason, like, it's your sexuality, what you're attracted to. That has nothing to do with who does it. Like, it has everything to do with who does it, right? Mm -hmm. If I am sexually attracted to only women, it doesn't matter if I find, like, actual penetration sex Mm -hmm. good. I could still be considered a lesbian because I'm only attracted to women. Now, I might have women use, you know, different instruments on me that replicate the male anatomy, Mm -hmm. but I'm only attracted to women, so that's what I am going to go for. There's no, it's not like a gateway drug. It's not like marijuana to gay sex. Like, (laughs) it's, it's what you're, either you're attracted to women or not, if you're either you're attracted to men or not, or maybe you're attracted to both, but the actual act, I don't think defines your sexuality. You don't think that could be a beard? That could be a guy that's not coming to terms with his sexuality. Or it might be a guy who's really comfortable with his sexuality, that's too. That's true, too. That's one way of looking at it. That's true, too. Like, I, I like what I like, and I know who I like. No, but he may be like, since she's a female doing it, I'm not gay. But I feel like mm. this whole idea that we have where it's okay for women to be bisexual, but it's not okay for men to be bisexual, just creates this underground yeah. like thing. It's it's. I think 
all of the genders have the same fluidi- fluidity when it comes to sexuality I at think some so degree. Too. Yeah. But men's sexuality, especially it's not allowed. As much. It's more it's more secretive. And because of that, it creates a lot more problems. I I'd rather people just accept that males are just as fluid with sexuality as females are. Yeah, I, I don't think once you accept that then a lot of like the down low issues are are a moot point. Well, that's will be prevalent because men have to get past the whole their own mentality about it. But I, I'm with you. I think that sexuality is on a very wide uh, spectrum. I yeah. don't think it should be boxed into a, a certain thing. Um, I just for me, I think it's. You said it's gay. It's no, gay, gay Jason. Yeah, it's close. All right. All right, Sippers. We want to know about, what you think about that. Yeah, let us know on our um our group. Altino Shade Podcast and Friends, Friends, how you feel about that. Do you have a final sip? Reggie, it can be anything you want to leave the people with. What's your socials again? Uh, socials, Instagram, Reginald0205, and also follow us on Cover, the number two conversations, Cover Two Conversations on Instagram. We have a Facebook page also. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, my final, <laughs> that last topic is. Your mind's so blown. I'm blown. so blown by that blown. last one. Um, no, my thing right now is um, focusing on the show right now. Um, our show um, get with Jay to see what we're going to do about um, having him help us out as far as production wise I love what you guys are doing right now I love the music in the background which I want to do on our show so bad which has been a problem so that's my final thought I want to take our stuff to the next level I have two final zips but they're pretty short the first one is once again if you're interested in a blind date with Mr. J (laughs) so you already got that settled you already got the applicants already go ahead and slide in my DM I'm caramel like the normal spelling of caramel and then L-E-L-L-E it's one word on Instagram or you can hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. And then my second sip is I think what we should be doing and what I'm going to ask the local people is we're a local show. We're Tampa and Orlando based. Local, but we're worldwide. We, we worldwide. Local artists or just artists in general who want to be shout out, who want their music played or featured on the podcast. Send us your information. Send us your music, altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. I think it would be cool if we could, like, shout out or show a local artist each each week. Absolutely. And feedback, on the, the follow-up, piggyback off that, Best of the Bay Awards are yes. now out in the Tampa yes. Bay area. Did you vote? Please go vote for vote. it if you haven't voted yet. Reggie, I know you have a podcast. And I think you have a great podcast. Here we go. But, but we're all Tino Shades. <laughs> like we are the best local podcast <laughs> in the Tampa Bay area. Ain't no shade. It's just this how, how we feel about it. He just feels cheap. that he feels that his podcast is the best as well. Right. But go and vote for us, please. Uh, CLTampa.com forward slash best of the bay 2019. Go to people, places in politics. Scroll down to best podcast. Lo- local podcast. Mm-hmm. You'll see all Tino Shade there. Please, vote please for vote. us, please. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. Holla. Blessings. Peace.